T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you this evening for another hour. Hey, thanks for spending your Wednesday evening here with us on KMOX. And I want to mention this before I dive into some other stuff. Hey, if if you don't have your tickets already for Kegs and Eggs, You want to get that for tomorrow. It's tomorrow morning from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And you can go right now to odyssey.com slash camox slash events and get your tickets for kegs and eggs. I'm going to be there. I want to see you there. It's presented by Budweiser. But listen, you want to talk about a great season, uh, not only because of the, the Cardinals are highly ranked in our division, but also, come on, Pujols. I mean, you got you got to be excited you got to be excited about this year's season for the Cardinals. So kegs and eggs, make it tomorrow at odyssey.com slash KMOX slash events to get your tickets now. The the other interesting thing, and you just heard Sean Michael Lyle mention this uh, at the top of the hour, uh, oh, by an overwhelming margin, St. Louis County uh, voted uh, in favor of Proposition B, which prevents the county executive, from having outside or part-time employment. And this is what I think is interesting about this, because today, in fact, I think it was even uh, this afternoon or early this evening, you had Sam Page make an announcement saying that he was ready to quit working part-time as a doctor. And, of course, he had to say that because 61% of voters supported Proposition B. But what was left out of his announcement, and this is what I would like to know, what has been left out of his announcement is when. When will that happen? Now, in in the minds of most folks, you think, well, Prop B passed and he has to quit doing it immediately. But he actually has a legal argument for not quitting or at least delaying it as long as possible because when he was elected as a county executive, those weren't the rules when he was elected. So one can make the legal argument that he was grandfathered under the old uh, statute or under the old status, rather, pre-Proposition B. I'm not advocating for that. I'm just letting you know that there could be legal challenges, even though Sam Page said he's ready to quit. So what happens if a year from now he hasn't quit yet? Well, he said he was going to quit, but he didn't say when. And here's the other part. There's been ongoing litigation over his outside employment 
for years. And the the litigation has been an attempt to be transparent, to let the voters know how much money he's earning in his part-time job as an anesthesiologist. And at every turn, he's blocked that litigation. He's fought against those attempts to get records from his anesthesiology group. And uh, he's not been transparent in any way. So just because today Sam Page says, I'm ready to quit my part-time job, number one, we don't know when's that when that's going to happen. It could be tomorrow. It could be June. It could be 2023. We don't know. Secondly, how can we confirm when he, when, if he quits at all? How can we confirm that when he will not be and he has refused to be transparent about his outside employment? So even though he made that announcement today, and if you voted, if you were one of those 61% of voters who voted to prevent outside employment, and Michael, Michael Langston, he's helping me out today running the board, pointing to himself. I voted for it too. If you're in that group, then you expect him to quit when he says he's going to. But I'm just telling you, this thing could drag on for months and it could drag on for years. And knowing Sam Page's modus operandi in other areas, I would expect, I would expect that, that we haven't seen the last of this. And speaking of not seeing the last of this, there was possibly going to be a similar measure in St. Charles County. Steve Elman is the county executive in St. Charles County, and he doesn't have outside employment. But Dr. Bob Onder does. Same situation. So if this type of concept where you prevent the county executive from having a part-time job on the side, if that gains momentum in St. Charles County, that could effectively block Dr. Bob Onder from running for the St. Charles County executive position. So that's uh, that's something that you need to keep in mind as we follow this story, because like I said, this story isn't going anywhere soon. Also not going anywhere soon. It, I talked about this this morning. We talked about this uh, on CAMWEX Overtime at 830 this morning. But did you know, and, and for someone, if you if you work downtown, if you drive downtown, this is not going to be a shock to you. But did, did you know that there has a, been, basically, there's a park across the street from City Hall. In fact, you can, I can see it from the window here in CAMOX. But there's a park across the street from City Hall where open drug dealing is going on every single day. And it's been that way for years. In fact, Kevin Colleen last year interviewed one of those guys when he was panhandling and coming up to the car. And and he just admitted, yeah, you give me money, I'm going to go buy drugs with it. And it's been uh, an open-air drug market across the street from City Hall. Why can't that be shut down? It's not like, oh, my goodness, we don't know this is going on. I mean, it kind of reminds me of that great scene from Casablanca. You know, where the, the person comes up to the, the guy who's running the casino the, uh, for, the, for the government, and he says, I'm shocked, shocked, shocked that there's gambling going on in this establishment. And then another guy comes up to him and says, sir, here are your winnings. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, but it's, it's just everyone knows it, but no one does anything about it. Not the prosecuting attorney's office, not the police department, not the mayor's office. 
And since crime is the number one issue in the city of St. Louis right now, it seems like that would be a darn good place to start. What are your thoughts? 314-436-7900. Call or text at your... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission service. We'll be right back. Well, as you heard by now, Elon Musk has bought a 9% stake in Twitter. And there, this really cracks me up because what business is Twitter in? Just think about it for a moment. They're in what? They're in the speech business. They're in the communication business. And it looks like the employees at Twitter are terrified, terrified that if Elon Musk, because he's also, he didn't just buy a 9% stake in the company. When you when you invest that kind of dough in a company, you get put on the board of directors. And so instantly, Elon Musk was put on the board of directors because of his control, controlling stake as the largest single shareholder uh, of Twitter. And so the, the employees over at Twitter are are busting a gut over there because they're afraid they're afraid that Elon Musk is going to increase freedom of speech which seems kind of a little counter, counterintuitive here doesn't it it does because one of the employees texted today good morning to our new overlord <laughs> so yeah i think that kind of sums up some of the feelings over there but there's been a lot of a lot of social media posts today talking about how there's uneasiness over at Twitter over what Musk's role is going to be. And he's got, I said a 9%. It's actually, it's a 9.2% stake in the company. And it cost him about $3 billion uh, to, to buy that stake. So it's obviously a serious commitment. Now, let's understand first and foremost that Musk is doing this to make some money. I mean, you don't invest $3 billion in something unless you intend to get a return on your investment. So he's on the board, and yes, I think he is a free speech advocate, but let's make sure we understand his point is to is to turn a profit here. 
But I'm a strong advocate, a strong advocate of free speech. And from what I've seen from Elon Musk, he is too. But it's ironic that that Twitter is not. Because if you express an opinion that Twitter doesn't like, you get banned. And for example, I think it was uh, I think it was the Babylon Bee. I I read the Babylon Bee all the time. It's hilarious. And the Babylon Bee actually was kicked off of Twitter because, because they said something that was absolutely true. Uh, because they, they were locked out, permanently banned, unless they offer a, a, an apology, which I don't think they've done as of yet. But they were locked out because of a, of a spat regarding Dr. Rachel Levine. And you've probably heard about this. She, Dr. Rachel Levine is the highest-ranking transgender government official. I believe that's the case. And Time Magazine included Rachel Levine uh, in one of its listings of women of the year. And so the Babylon Bee got locked out of Twitter because they named Rachel Levine as uh, the man of the year. And, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's funny, but because of that, they got locked out of Twitter. And what they said is technically correct. If you did a chromosome test of Dr. Rachel Levine, it would it would come up as as an XY chromosome, not an XX chromosome. And so it, it, you don't have to be a biologist. Forgive me, uh, Judge Ketanji uh, Brown Jackson. You don't have to be a biologist to to understand what the definition of a woman is. Just check the chromosomes. And in this instance, the Babylon Bee said that, and they got locked out of Twitter for stating something. That is absolutely a fact. And you remember that whole thing, follow the science, we have to follow the science. Well, I don't think they're following the science at Twitter if they're going to lock you out for simply stating that Rachel Levine, Dr. Rachel Levine is actually a man. So I just find it funny that Twitter is afraid of free speech, and we shouldn't be. I I was watching, I was streaming an episode the other day of uh, Madam Secretary. And it was a great show. It's on, I think it's on Netflix. And at the end of the episode, uh, the main character, uh, Tia Leone, Secretary of State, was giving this impassioned speech to a group of kids who had all written projects about the importance of being able to speak and to express their opinions. And so her, Tina Leo, or Tia Leone's character, gave this passionate speech about the marketplace of ideas, and the importance of expressing opinions. And I thought, somebody needs to tell that to Twitter and Facebook because apparently they have missed that message. And so uh, I'm a passionate supporter of free speech. And sometimes even to the point where uh, it, it gets me in hot water. Let me tell you what I mean. If you ever read Tony Messenger over at the Post-Dispatch, I, I read him often, but I rarely rarely agree with Tony Messenger. That's fine. I still want to know what he has to say because he expresses opinions in an interesting way. Even if I disagree with him, I I want to hear his viewpoint. But he actually said something that I agreed with recently. And as I discussed this with my conservative friends, they didn't see it the same way that I did. Let Let me set the table on this. The Louisiana Supreme Court ruled last week, six to one, that a Black Lives Matter organizer can be sued by a police officer 
who was injured during a BLM protest in 2016. The guy's name is DeRay McKesson. In fact, he was very large in the Michael Brown protests here around the same time frame, 2015. And if you put me in a room with DeRay McKesson, he and I wouldn't agree on anything. We may not even agree that today is Wednesday. Uh, And yet he has the freedom of speech. And so what the Supreme Court did in Louisiana, the Louisiana State Supreme Court, ruled that because DeRay McKesson organized a Black Lives Matter protest in 2016 that was ostensibly peaceful. There was no building set on fire during that particular one. But there was a riot that broke out, and McKesson wasn't involved with it in any way. He just organized the march. And a police officer was injured during that protest. And so that police officer sued DeRay McKesson. And DeRay McKesson wasn't personally responsible for the injury. He had nothing whatsoever to do with the injuries. All he did was organize a protest at which violence broke out. So Tony Messenger pointed out and argued that DeRay McKesson should not be able to be held civilly responsible because of this incident. And I agree with him. I agree with Tony Messenger because doing that would squelch free speech. You hold the person who threw the bricks responsible. It, now, if if you had evidence that DeRay McKesson was not only organizing a peaceful protest, but he was also organizing violence, that's a different story. But there's no evidence here that that happened. Now, why am I going through these details? Because what I'd like to see is if Tony Messenger has the guts to take that same position with regard to Donald Trump. Here's what I mean. I disagree with with DeRay McKesson, but I agree with his right of freedom of speech, and he should not be held responsible for the injuries to the police officers. Well, Donald Trump is in the same situation. He helped organize the January 6th protest. He directed people to, to make their voices heard on the Capitol, and they did. And during that event that was not designed to be uh, violent in any way, people broke the law. So should Donald Trump be held responsible for organizing an event at which violence broke out? I'll bet you, and I've not discussed this with Tony Messenger, but I'll bet you if you talked it over with Tony Messenger, he would say yes, that Donald Trump should be held responsible. And those positions are contradictory. Because if you are an advocate, a passionate advocate of free speech, that means advocating speech or advocating for the right of speech for positions that you disagree with. And so that's why I have no problem saying DeRay McKesson, Black Lives Matter organizer, should not be held civilly responsible, because even though I disagree with him, because I'm going for the idea of free speech. And yet I would love to see Tony Messenger's position to see if he feels the exact same way about Donald Trump, with whom you know Tony Messenger at the Post-Dispatch disagrees with vehemently, if I could use that term. Hey, we're coming up here on a break. What are your thoughts about should Black Lives Matter organizers be held responsible for folks to get hurt at a protest? 314-436-7900. Call or text. Phone lines are open. We like to hear from you. At your service, we'll be right back. There's not much that I like more than folks who disagree with me. Uh, Because 
seriously, isn't that more entertaining? Isn't that more interesting? If you've got a bunch of folks who are all sitting around agreeing with one another, it's not quite as good. But we had a caller during the break who uh, called in. He was a night watchman at Keener Plaza, and he wanted to disagree with me, but he didn't want to go on the air. And, and that's fine. I don't get mad when people disagree with me. I've got a great friend of mine. We went to law school together. We go to lunch about once a month, and we argue politics for an hour and a half for the whole lunchtime in between chicken wings. And then we go out and laughing and cutting up together because we're great friends. But to me, there's, there's little that's as, that's as enjoyable as a discussion of ideas. That's why I do this show. It's hard to work this show around my full-time job working as, as a managing partner of a law firm. But the, but the examination of ideas and the discussion of the consequences of those ideas are truly fascinating. So if you disagree with me on anything I'm saying, feel free to call in. Don't be afraid to come on the air. I'm not going to put you down. Listen, I even have uh, occasionally I'll have uh, 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 my, Dr. Michael Lynch, conspiratorial theorist, uh, believer in UFOs and all things uh, paranormal. And, and we have a great time discussing ideas, even though I literally don't agree with anything the man says. But we have a great time discussing it. So uh, if even if you have an opposing view, I'd love to hear it. 314-436-7900. Ron has also been holding during the break. Hey, Ron, welcome to KMOX. Hi there. Thank you. Uh, yeah, well, you mentioned that cause and effect idea about whether some speech causes a public disturbance. Yes. Many years ago when I was in high school, I think it was many years ago, I thought to myself, I asked the question, did Harriet Beecher Stowe, you know who that was, right? Of course. Yeah. Did she cause a riot, namely the Civil War? Mm-hmm. That was my question. Would, would, with her writing, would she have caused a public disturbance like the Civil War? Well, that's a fascinating question, but right. but but would she be held responsible for that? that that's what I'm saying. So it, my argument, my question runs parallel to what you're saying. I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Good. And, yeah, but, but we can't be held responsible right. for a nonviolent act of expressing an opinion. Exactly. But see, yeah. but, but we can't make that a partisan issue, Ron. And to me, that's what's frustrating because so much today, if Donald Trump says it, it must be wrong and we have right. to silence him. Right. Just because of who he is, not because of what he says. Right, right. But when you mentioned that, I just recollected in my mind what I said years ago about uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe, what she wrote caused a public disturbance mm-hmm. or a civil disturbance yeah. like the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. And, and Ron, I, do, I only know one quote from Harriet Beecher Stowe that I, re- I memorized a long time ago, and that is, never give up, for that is just the place and time that the tide will turn. Yeah, and I, that to me was an inspiring quote by uh, by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Mm-hmm. Hey, I appreciate you calling okay. in this evening. Okay, good night. Thanks for listening. Right. And 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 the ideas do have an impact and consequences. So that's why I'm I'm thrilled whenever we have an opportunity to discuss these ideas with callers. Hey, I think Ken is uh, holding on the line. My good friend Ken. Hey, welcome to Camo X. Yeah, yeah, thanks. A uh, couple things I want to weigh in well, on. The, before on you the weigh in doctor. on it, Ken, hang, I'm yeah, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I wanted to tell you, I was really hoping you were listening a couple of weeks ago because you you challenged me. And you yeah, said, you challenged me and you said, have on a guest 
with whom I disagree, not just ones that I agree with. And I got to right. tell you, Ken, you you really did challenge me. And so okay. I, I thought about that, and I've had on at least one or two uh, in the last month or so of guests with whom I completely disagree. Uh, yeah. But we discussed that as an idea, and I'm I'm going to make you a pledge. I'm going to do that more yeah. often. Good. Now, and was it one or two? Uh, I know one in particular, but I'm thinking two. But I know for one, for a fact, she was a uh, a Democrat uh, consultant. Who, uh, that's okay. That, we'll, we'll take two. We'll, we'll, and two then the other one, I know there was a second one, Ken, but memory escapes me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. No problem. Uh, how does your law firm feel about you having a second? Uh, and I realize you're not a public servant, but mm-hmm. how does your law firm feel about it? Is it good advertising? Well, I can tell you in the 22 years that I've been on Camo X, I've yeah. not received a single client from being on the air. So uh, they look at it as being inter- slightly entertaining. Uh, yeah. They find it interesting when, when they're talking with judges and judges bring up the fact that, oh, I heard Brad Young on Camo X and he said your partner and he said this and he said that and he said this. They find that entertaining, uh, but it hasn't necessarily impacted my firm in any way. Okay. Uh, anyway, on uh, the good doctor. Yes, uh, Dr. Page. I know you said that you thought, and I, I'm paraphrasing here, that there would you thought that there might be problems that, uh, you know, there's no date that he has to, to, to give up his practice. When might that happen? Yep. And I completely disagree with that. Okay. Uh, I just, you know, I think this thing is, is just going to go away. I mean, he's going to keep his job as the county executive, but I think this bit— this business of him being a doctor, he's just not going to do it. And, you know, you say, well, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to verify, make sure that he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can check with his staff, you you know, you can do all kinds of things, but, and, and (laughs) should I say this or not? But I'm gonna. As long as it's I not mean, gonna get me in trouble with the FCC, go right ahead. It is not gonna get. No, it is not gonna <laughs> get you in trouble. Uh, and my comment is, it's not like he's a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, and so it's not like he's a Republican. Meaning what? That his goal well, is to. But he is. Uh, he is going to accept what uh-huh. the election people have done. <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> okay. that, that's a great line, Ken. You're gonna, you're, okay, you, well, you'll, anyway, you'll be here I, all I, week. I, try the veal, but uh, yeah, but, yeah. but but he, but he, you know, here's what. But one of my law partners, we 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 argue about politics all the time at my office. It's a blast. Yeah, and and yeah. we love each other like brothers. It's not personal. But when I had one of my partners one time said, uh, uh, "Boy, you know, you Republicans, you guys just can't accept the the uh, the results of an election." And I said, uh-huh. so, so you think, so, and this is what I said to him, so you think if someone disbelieves the legitimacy of the outcome of the election, uh, that they should not be able to hold office? He says, absolutely. And I said, well, as I recall, Hillary Clinton said that the 2016 election was illegitimate because of Russian interference. And, and to yeah. this day, Stacey Abrams says she is the rightful governor of Georgia. So it's not just Republicans, Ken, uh, that can't accept the uh, the results of an election. I, I agree with that. But the Democrats raised the needle about 10 points, 
when they object. The Republicans raised it about 100 points. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you can compare what Hillary, Hillary Clinton oh, has done with what Donald Trump has done. And, and listen, uh, if you've heard me say this before, Ken, and I'll say it again, I've been very consistent. Uh, yeah. President Biden won the election. Uh, it, it was not yeah. rigged. Yeah. It, it was it was yeah. no less fair than any other election. There's fraud in every election. And if you don't yeah. believe that, just ask the Kennedy family about how he got elected uh, president in 1960 from Chicago. So there's I, been I'm there's sure been you, fraud in right. every election. Yeah. But I, there's yeah. no evidence of any more fraud in 2020 that would have made any difference in the outcome of the election. None. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. Hey, I always enjoy talking with you, uh, Mr. Young. I'll let, I know you've got other callers. Uh, you take care, and uh, I'll be listening. Well, listen, Ken, before you go, <clears throat> um, yeah. I'd like you yeah. to email me at my office, uh, okay. and I'll give you my email address. It's byoung, B-Y-O-U-N-G, at harrisdowell.com, uh, because I Hang would like— just a second. B-Young, what's mm-hmm. the rest of it? At harrisdowell.com, H-A-R-R-I-S as in Sam, D is in uh, David, O W E L L dot com. Okay. And shoot me an email uh, because I would yeah. like to carry on a dialogue with you because you have really challenged me, and I'm going to uh, accept that challenge of having on guests with whom I disagree with just because you yeah. planted that seed in my mind. Okay. And I appreciate, I appreciate that very much. All right. It, Thank it, you, it, sir. It means that, that you're actually listening. Uh, to your guest, and uh, I like that. Oh, I, like I always that. listen uh, because yeah, that's okay. the fun part of this. I'm not here to preach; yeah. I'm here to listen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you take care. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Hey, we got to take a break. We've got some more folks calling in. Uh, there's plenty of time though for you. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. KMOX at your service. Hey, welcome back to the last segment here on At Your Service on a Wednesday evening. And uh, we've gotten a lot of text messages, but one of them in particular that I want to mention is is that someone texted in because earlier in the show I was talking about uh, this this park that's across the street from City Hall. And everybody knows there's been drug dealing going on there for years and years and years. It's out in the open. It's not hidden. And I was questioning why the police aren't doing anything about it. And someone texted in that perhaps there is a consent decree that the city agreed to limit what the police are able to do when they interact with folks in the park. So I'm going to look into that more. I don't think a a consent decree would allow for the commission of an open and obvious crime, including drug dealing and who knows what else. I don't think a consent decree would allow that, but I'm going to look into that. And I'll check back with you uh, next Wednesday night on what I find. I, I want to get uh, get Michael Langston in here. He's, of course, the producer here, uh, one of the many producers on Camel X and works here with us uh, here on At Your Service. Uh, Michael, you've heard what I've been talking about tonight, but in particular about this idea uh, that someone should be held civilly responsible for a protest and, and uh, violence breaks out and there's injuries. What are your thoughts? I— I'm in the the boat of either everything is okay to say or nothing is okay to say, uh, especially when it comes to things such as this. Uh, I, I kind of look at South Park as an example, which is a weird kind of rigmarole <laughs> yeah. way to go with it, but it's very okay. true. Let me know where you're going with this. Because with South Park, 
on that show, they make fun of every side. One of the most recent episodes was against transgender athletes. And uh, it was definitely against some of my views on the issue, but I still watch it and I'm like, okay, I disagree with what they're saying, but they still have every right to say it. And you know what? They're actually kind of funny with it. And then there's episodes that I do agree with. And it's the same point. Either everything is okay or nothing is okay. And if you go about limiting one side of the issue, then you're going to have unintended consequences for the side that you may be backing if something breaks out in the future. If you want to limit Mm -hmm. a Black Lives Matter protest and try to hold that person accountable, well, those Republicans and those conservatives then down in Louisiana, what happens if the same situation that happens on January 6th happens exactly. in Louisiana? What what are you going to do? Exactly. You're, you're, you're handicapping the side that you disagree with, but then in a rigmarole way, you're hurting yourself in the future mm-hmm. if something exactly the same happens. Well, th- there's a famous example. I learned, I, we studied this when I was in law school and there was a, it was in the 1970s and there was going to be a Ku Klux Klan march in Skokie, Illinois, Northern Illinois. And in Skokie, Illinois, uh, it's predominantly either uh, blacks or Jews that are in Skokie. And the Ku Klux Klan wanted to march there. And they were denied a permit to, to, to march and to have a, a protest march in Skokie. And the ACLU came to their defense, even though the ACLU would find anything that the Ku Klux Klan says as being reprehensible. But they represented them and won because of their standing up for freedom of speech. Wasn't that one of the famous uh, Supreme Court uh, precedents that was set with that case, or was that a different case involving? The, the, that was a different case, but yeah. we studied. I don't. I don't believe that one went to the Supreme Court. But the point being is, is that they felt so strongly in protecting the right, even of someone who's sta- saying something that's reprehensible. They still have the right to say that, and you cannot squelch speech based upon its content. And I, it seems like I'm hearing the same from you with the South, the fabulous South Park example, because well, one of the South Park episodes. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a strong Christian, and the, I remember South Park did an episode where they had Jesus in a wrestling ring. Yep, and there was he was wrestling with the Satan in a in like a like a WrestleMania death match. Well, they, I, you name an episode and Jesus <laughs> has probably been involved with it. They had an episode uh, early on in South Park called Super Best Friends, and they took all of these religious uh, icons, such as Jesus, Buddha, and the Prophet Muhammad, and they put them in as like this superhero gang. And that episode aired fine, but then in a, f- a few seasons later, they tried to do the same thing again with the Islamic prophet, and Comedy Central shut it down because of the attacks in France. Yes, I remember so, those attacks. Uh, I, I, again, it's it's that boat of, I mean, I, I disagree with a lot of what Donald Trump says. And I think him being banned off of Twitter for specifically... Uh, the acts of January 6th. I mean, it's as a private entity, they definitely have the right to do that. Yes, and that's not a question. Yeah. Legally, they can do that. They, Legally, they're, they're, they're not bound by the First Amendment, but I'm talking about the concept of freedom of speech. Well, it, I would also then argue that Twitter is one of those platforms of freedom of speech, that there are so many different platforms that to outright ban someone entirely from speaking their mind and doing what they want is one thing Uh, to then do what they did on Twitter is a completely other thing. So to 
to take what you're seeing in Louisiana, where someone is organizing a protest and taking away that method of protest in the most basic, simple form Mm -hmm. of American protests, going out there into the streets of America and protesting to hold someone accountable for violent acts that may have occurred during that, that is 100% wrong and reprehensible. That's it a is. dangerous road to go down. It is. Twitter is a whole different animal, though. It's, a, it's just one of the outlets. Trump, whenever he's going out to speak to his people, he's not doing it just through Twitter. He's got plenty of other means to go speak to other people. That's and you know true. What? Trump has gone and walked in the streets before as well. He has, but but so it gets is Obama, back to, so is Biden, so is everybody. But it gets back to what you were saying about uh, when you were talking about South Park, that it, 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 either you have it all or you have nothing. And right now, Twitter isn't saying you can have it all because they're limiting speech. In fact, I, I was on 97.1 one time a while back. I got kicked off of YouTube because of something I said. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything wrong, at least not from my perspective. But that's how they are, these social media giants. And I just believe uh, conceptually that freedom of speech should reign and the marketplace of ideas determines truth or false. Hey, Brad Young at your service in this evening. Make sure you stick around coming up at 10 o'clock. The best of Dave Glover show. And that'll be coming right up at 10 o'clock after this break. I should be back next Wednesday night. I'll uh, come back with some research on whether there is a consent decree that prevents the police from arresting open and obvious criminal activity across the street from the St. Louis City Hall. Brad Young, at your service, KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.